Hi, welcome to Sandwich Parenting. Today, Lena Lai is our guest. She's been on an untigering journey since she became a mother. Wanting a different kind of relationship with her child, not based on fear, control, and bribes, she spent the time to redefine parenthood. She's now a certified conscious parenting coach and is deeply passionate about supporting other parents in this life-changing work. Hello, good afternoon. How are you today, Lena? Hi, Sherry. I am very well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have you on our show. Um, Lena, of course, you are the Heartfelt Mama Coach. And I wanted you to tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are. So I am a certified conscious parenting coach at the Heartful Mama. It started this year. And what I do is I support mothers and parents to really be the kind of parent that they want to be for their children Mm -hmm. and really hear what's going on for them um, and to parent their kids the way they want without punitive punishment, wanting to parent their children differently than how they were being parented by their parents. Wow. Well, that's so exactly that's kind of what we do. That uh, And that's exactly the whole reason why I have my sandwich parenting website. So um, I, I, you, <laughs> you are exactly the kind of sandwich parent that I want to interview. And um, so just to sort of get into your story a little bit, what kind of parent did you think you were going to be before you had your son? So when I was pregnant, I was so I well, obviously I'm Asian. Um, I'm actually Singaporean. Mm. So I grew up in a very, mm. you know, academic driven kind of environment, very yes. competitive. Mm. Um, and so when I was pregnant, I really wanted, I told myself, I'm going to be that tiger mom. Ooh, okay. So you Asian, inspired. Okay. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm going to be the tiger mom. Wow. I'm going to get my kid to be the top student of his class. I'm going to be the super mom. And my friends would always, you know, make fun of me being the tiger mom. Because, you know, they're not Asians and they're just like, oh, I'm the Asian mother. Of course, I'm going to be a tiger mom. (laughs) Right. So that's kind of what I thought Mm -hmm. I was going to be. Because that that made sense coming from your background and and how you were raised. And really, Singapore is a very, very competitive uh, kind of place. Something changed. What changed? Yes. Um, Reality. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So when I was pregnant, I, you know, I did every loving mother or parent want to be. They want to be the best parent ever. They read all the books out there. (laughs) They sign up for all the self-paced online programs. They read all the blogs to talk to all the parents they know. Um, I did all that. I'm one of those, you know, like do it before the kid come out. You're studying to get your A plus. Um. Yes. (laughs) Right. Yes, I was. (laughs) And then what ended up happening was I became a mom. Yeah. My baby was born very healthy and I was very blessed and reality hits. So I live in the U.S. Um, my husband, he's American mm-hmm. and we don't have family support where no. we live. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized motherhood was, it was messy. Yes. It was nothing like what I imagined it to be, even in spite of my best effort. And my kid is almost, well, he's going to be two. And I just got into like a huge overwhelm. Because I, I didn't have support. I don't know who to turn to. I felt it was extremely isolating because I was a stay-at-home mom. And I was resentful because I, I had an MBA, but then I chose to stay home. Mm. But that the ego part of me was, you know, was feeling like resent, resentment was festering. Um, because and, you had an MBA and you felt yes. like, I could be using my MBA. Like you, you, That's right. Oh, 
But then I realized parenthood doesn't work that way. It doesn't care what <laughs> qualifications you have. No, it, it doesn't care what school you come no. from. <laughs> Everyone starts from the same yeah. level playing field. So true. And every time I get triggered, I mean, obviously my, my baby, my son, well, he's a toddler now. Yeah. And he's doing what a toddler does. Yes. yes. But whenever I get triggered, I find myself reacting and then i will feel bad afterwards and i will apologize profusely because yeah. like, this is not the parent i want to be yeah. and then i'll just go into this cycle right oh my gosh that cycle <laughs> oh yes and it's just like oh man no i don't want i think for me i'm also a little bit i have a little bit of a perfectionist streak in me yeah. and yeah. i'm a bit idealistic as well so i'm like this is not the kind of parent i want to be i want to be thriving i don't want to be just surviving yeah because to you. me it's just not the kind of life I want to have because parenthood is a lifetime journey. I don't want to be surviving for the rest of my life in my parenting journey. I want to thrive. I want to enjoy it. Yeah. I want to have more joy. And I want to be able to enjoy my son and not feeling, oh, why are you doing this again? Why are you not listening <laughs> to me? <laughs> why, yes, yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me, you little kid? <laughs> yes. Like, why, do, like, why are you yeah. trying to manipulate me? And all that thoughts just flooding in. But really, he was just being a kid. Yes. But when we, are, when we are emotionally triggered, everything that you read in the books just fly right out the window. Yeah. And my emotions would take over the wheel. Yes. And I would just like yell or I get really upset. And this was, this was, this happened even before he turned one, one year old. Yeah. And a lot of it has nothing to do with him. It was really just me because I was just overwhelmed with motherhood, being a stay at home mom, yeah. no support just the realities of life. And I think you put that really well. And I think that many of us go through that. um, And when we're triggered, we really do think that it's the child, right? Like it's, oh, well, it's because he's crying or, well, it's because he won't sit down or it's because like we, 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 we play, we place kind of an emotional blame on the child. We think that they triggered us, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so how do you think this relates to how you were raised and how you were parented? So a little story about my background. Mm-hmm. Um, so my father is Indonesian Chinese mm-hmm. and my mom is uh, Singaporean Chinese. Mm-hmm. So growing up, my parents actually lived in Indonesia, but my siblings and I were all born and raised in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And we were raised by my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people that I have a lot of mothers and I have quite a number of fathers in my family because wow. we live in a in like in a intergenerational household right um and then growing up obviously when i was a kid i never knew about i don't know what money means i don't know what it means like i don't money Fascinating. you know it means right it means nothing to me as a kid yeah, right it's like why is why is you know when i go to parent parent teacher meeting like you know and um most of my friends would have their parent a dad or mom and i would have my uncle or my grandfather, or my aunt. And I think since young, I always felt like, why am I different? Why do I feel like, why Why isn't my mom here? Why isn't my dad here? Hmm. Don't get me wrong, I grew up with a lot of love. Like yes. My grandparents live with me, my uncle and auntie live with me, and they give us so much love. Yes. But there is just something missing there for me, even as a child. Hmm. And so um, I think as a child, I just didn't really understand what, why that was. Hmm. Even though, you know, they always say, oh, your your parents are in Indonesia working, they have a business. And I would be like, what does that mean <laughs> to a kid, right? Like money, what is money? Like I didn't understand that they had to put food on the table, right, as a child. 
Um, and so from a young age, I you did just feel that they were not around. That, that's like, that's all you knew. Yeah. There's a, I mean, my mom, she would come every two weeks. Yeah. My dad would come and visit maybe once a month. But that's not, um, a day, they're not living with you on a day-to-day basis. Though. No. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, they're not. Wow. So it's, it's interesting. Like I think of my caregiver would be my grandparents yes. and my uncle and yes. my aunt. Yeah. Um, you'd be like the mother, the mother and father figures. In my yes. Family, yeah. Which I'm very thankful for because they've given me so much. Yes. Um, but for me, I think from a young age, I think that emotional abandonment was definitely very huge, real for me. Huge. It's huge. just that as a kid, I don't know how to verbalize it. No. I didn't know I what know. was this feeling, you know? Yeah. It was only when I became an adult and I'm being very real here. I actually went to therapy because I had de- I had a history of depression. And so when I started to unpack those inner issues, it really made me realize my childhood was a big, big part of it. Of course. No fault of my parents. No. They did what they yeah. think is best. Exactly. Right? Well, they did their best. They they did the yes. best that they could given the situation and the resources that they had at the time. But the decisions that they had really had an impact on you and your sisters? Me and my siblings, yes. I have a brother and a sister. Yes. A brother and a sister, yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Fear was a big part of it. Control and yes. um, shame as well. Oh, huge. Um, huge. And... What happened was I felt like I had to meet a certain expectation of me. Mm-hmm. And yep. as a, I'm the youngest of three. So my mom always called me, I'm the kai-sing-guo. Kai-sing-guo. I'm the happy-go-lucky oh. yeah, happy one in the family. And, Interesting. and so because I had that expectation projected on me, I felt like even when I do have issues, yeah. I won't go to any of my family members. No, well, you I, can't. I'm supposed you're Kaishingua. You're the happy yes. fruit. You're the one who is always smiling and joking and making everybody else happy. I have no worries in the world. Everything wow. is fine and ha- right. So I think that's when I kind of realized I am not always the happy go lucky one. No. Right. But then I guess I was afraid of disappointing my family. Of course. Yes. Right. As we all do, because we love our family. We don't want to disappoint them. So for me, that was kind of like a very real element in, in my childhood and even when I became an adult there's still that part of me where you know when I talk to my family I don't want them to get worried I will always try to portray the best part of me to them especially because we're so far away we're like right across the Pacific Ocean I don't want my mom to worry about me I don't want my uncle or my grandma so I would always send good news back and it's always only the good news (laughs) I I hear you and so you went through therapy and mm-hmm. you've kind of dealt with your own uh, abandonment issues uh, that, that have pr- probably helped you become more authentic in how you um, either express your feelings or perhaps ask for help. Like the, that, that, that's more aligned uh, with how you're actually feeling. Does mm-hmm. that have anything to do with why you decided to become a parenting coach? Like how, how did this transition happen for you? Um, so I've always loved the brain. I love everything about the brain. I feel like the human brain is such a fascinating organ that we just don't know enough. Yeah. Um, but we're learning so much about it nowadays and there's so much science Mm -hmm. behind it, brain science. And so I wanted to figure out why is it I get triggered when my son like 
throws away food on uh, the dining table. <laughs> it, it just does something, right? That's a big trigger. <laughs> That's a bit, and I have it every single day. Stop day, wasting every food. Single meal, right? Yes. I mean, because when I was a kid, when yeah. I would eat, my mom would like all the adults, right? You know, they, they, yes, they, they yeah. you finish all the food yeah. um, on the table. Yeah. And there was a saying where if you don't finish a plate, you're future husband is going to have pimples on his face. <laughs> why, do, why do Chinese people tell that to our kids? Because I look at my husband, <laughs> he does not have all this crazy stuff on his face. <laughs> Maybe I ate all my Yes, food. right? I probably ate all my food. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one, right? So yeah. I, I was like, that's, cut. I mean, I'm, I can't be living like this for years. Yeah, yeah. And what prompted me on this journey of becoming a parenting coach was I really just want to be a better parent right uh, and I, I felt like working with a parenting coach was really helpful mm. for me and my husband is not Singaporean he doesn't grow up in an Asian culture mm. um, he is however of Indian heritage mm. so he comes from a different um, cultural background and he was the only child so he's born and raised in America only kid um, and he never had the punitive punishment so he he's not familiar yeah he was never he was never hit never yelled at never well he was yelled at for sure but he was Mm. never hit he never had to do timeouts Mm. or any of those Mm. and he grew up very well i would say i've always been quite impressed with how strong and resilient he is as an adult Uh. um so when we had my son we started talking about how we want a parent and initially i was very adamant about i'm gonna be that type of mother i'm gonna make sure that he stays in his place and not mess life up for us (laughs) right (laughs) the very typical type of mother yeah (laughs) and then my husband was like what what does it make so my my husband because he's he doesn't come from that kind of culture yeah he was curious like why would i want to hit or yell at my kid who is supposedly the person i love more than anything else in the world interesting so um yeah so we had a lot of talk about that and it really started this journey for me it was like yeah why why do i want to do that Uh it has got to be a better way to parent except that it's so deep inside in us that it kind of explodes out of us so if he didn't ask you why then it would have just felt natural to do yeah but then even when i did it i would feel so bad i know i know that too i know that yeah yeah that that mom guilt right and then you're like oh man but that's because of all the yeah but it's all the parenting books that we've read that make us feel guilty about (laughs) (laughs) but yes Yes. yeah yes right and then we somehow as an adult we expect our kid to think like us i know i know you're right right? i mean we don't talk about it enough but we just expect them to know yeah but then how are they supposed to know they are like so new to the world yeah so when i look at you and frown it means that i want you to stop exactly that from that moment and do this instead (laughs) and they're like huh (laughs) yes like i would be my sometimes i'll show my like upset face and my son will legit just laugh at me (laughs) because to him he's still at that phase of yeah i don't know what that facial expression means Right, right. Right. So right, he thinks right. it's funny, and then I would just like, oh, oh. Here. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So what what is it about the coaching that helps you become a better parent? So with parent coaching, what I found really helpful was 
number one is cheaper than therapy <laughs> for sure okay. <laughs> I mean take my word for it okay. so much cheaper yeah. <laughs> and I think um two it's just having that support there because as mothers we're all really busy we have busy lives yes there's always a gazillion things going on oh, listen, listen, uh, listen on our mind you know my yeah. I tell my husband, this is what I call the mental load of a mother. We're totally. always thinking of things to do. Yes. Yeah, always. All the time. Yeah. And for me, I think when I when I um, work with a parent coach, I realize it really supported me. It gives me that time away from everything else where I can just decompress. Yeah. Really talk through what's going on in me. Yeah. And having an observer who is not biased in any way to provide that space for me to just talk it through and then guiding me through that space and helping me realize what's actually really going on. What was actually going beneath that anger that I was feeling? What was, what was underneath that heat that was just rising up from my belly when I see my son do, you know, like hit me or when he throw his toys at me, like what was going on? And then when I could figure that out for myself, and yeah. understand where that part is coming from. It actually gave me grace to myself mm. because I'm able to like, I know where that is coming from. Right, 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 right. Right. I know where that's coming from. It could be my childhood wounds or it could be just a physical thing. You, I throw a toy at you. It hurt you. It hurt my, it hurt your hand. You're obviously going to be upset. R- right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to be thinking, oh, I'm happy because it hit me with a big truck. <laughs> But you're not going to be thinking this hurts. <laughs> it hurts. It's the natural human feeling. Yeah, that's so, so true. That's so and true. Then, and then having that minuscule moment of, okay, I got hurt. What do I do next? Do I just react and spank my kid because I want him to feel the same pain? Thinking wow. he might understand. He might also understand. But no, he's no. not going to understand. He's no. a toddler. All he's going to understand is like, my mother hit me. Like that's. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or that it's okay to hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is okay to hit. Right. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So then what do you do? Like, you know, in that moment, so having a parenting coach in my corner who could empathize, relate and support me with tools. Mm. It actually was very useful because in my daily parenting life, I can use those tools to kind of help me when I'm in that moment of like stress and conflict and like, oh, I want to, you know, human instinct. I want to react. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, no, wait, I learned that yesterday. There is this tool I could use to that just can fall back, right, right. walk away, diffuse the heat and the anger, yeah, and then come back when I'm a little calmer. I think for me, it really made a shift. Um, even I wouldn't even say just with my kid in terms of how I engage with him, but even in my marriage as well. Because yeah. when my husband and I, you know, marriage, it's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah, of it's course. always conflict. And we right? trigger each other because we were all we're all different. We have different assumptions. We, of course, yes, yes. And yes. now in quarantine times, is even more. <laughs> we see so much more. Of each other. Yeah, 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 that's true too. <laughs> so yeah. even having tools like this actually kind of help in my family relationship with my husband. Like yes. I could like. <sighs> All right, honey, I love you, but I'm feeling really triggered now. Yeah. I'm gonna walk away for five minutes, and yeah. I'll come back, and we can talk about this when we, I'm a little calmer. Like, so that just, I'm not gonna actually yell at you with the words that came out of my head. Uh, yes, that anger, because <laughs> I have a lot yes, of words like just, that are wanting yes. to come out right now. <laughs> and then if I say those words, yeah. oh man, yeah. this is gonna go forever. <laughs> it's gonna hurt the relationship a little. So, <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, it's just having tools like that that just kind of 
slow down my response. I think that is so important for us, mm-hmm. even as just human beings, just to be able to slow down those response so we don't hurt people. And especially we don't hurt our children because they're the love of our lives, right? True. So, so damage that relationship. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, I feel that, um, you know, in this day and age with everybody being so busy um, and, and, you know, the world moving a lot faster, um, lots of news from all over the world, the stress levels are pretty high. And then for those of us who yeah. come from um, cultures where usually you live in an intergenerational environment, that means, you know, a kid is actually parented by many caregivers who split all of that stress. Whereas, you know, you are one person, 100%, you know, with with a child, um, mm-hmm. where they need a lot of attention, you know, and 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 they need a lot of interaction that we don't always have the energy or headspace to give yeah. all of the time. Well, I, I think what's also really important is to share the burden without judgment. Oh, love it, love it. Because yeah. parents, we all kind of want to portray ourselves as the perfect parent, oh, or like we yeah. we got it all together. You said it, but, girl. Yeah. Nuh-uh. There is no such thing as a perfect parent. It's yeah. a modern myth. <laughs> Don't believe what Instagram is telling you. Uh, yes, um, thank you very much. Did you guys hear that, everyone? <laughs> Please listen to this carefully. Don't believe what Instagram is telling you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's messy. Parenthood yeah, it is, is messy. so messy. Yeah. But at the same time, um, that's life, right? Life gets messy. Yeah. But what do you want to do out of it? Like, do you want to hide it so nobody knows your wounds? Or do you want to actually wow. go yeah. through it? and bring healing to your wounds so you become a better version of you. No, Don't compare yourself to another person. Just yes. becoming a better version of who you are yesterday. Yeah. Half an hour ago. Beautiful. Um, I think that's kind of the goal yeah. for me personally as a parent. And of, of course now as a parenting coach to kind of keep working on how can I support parents better without judging them. We, you know, we all come from different backgrounds. Like you can have twins. Yes. And they still think differently because yes. it, it all comes down to brain science. Yes. We're just wired differently. Genetically, yes, there is a part of it as well. Yes. But a lot of it has got to do with the experiences we have experienced when we were kids. For sure. Um, and all this form, you know, your subconscious, unconscious belief, what you believe to be true, that you may not even realize is actually affecting your life in the choices that you make. So, so powerful. Oh my goodness, Lena. Yeah. <laughs> so powerful. So um, as a final question, what is one key message that you want to give every parent? So I thought about this question quite a, quite a lot. There's so many messages <laughs> that I wanted to share. <laughs> but I think if I could just sum it up, I yeah. think it would be this, this quote um, by L.R. L. Nost. Mm-hmm. And she quoted, she said this before, she said, one day your child will make a mistake or a bad choice and run to you instead of away from you. And in that moment, you will know the immense value of peaceful, positive, respectful parenting. So for me, that's my goal. Like I want my kid to come to me and not run away from because that's what I did. I run away. I don't want that in my relationship with my son. I want him to come to me. Yeah. Knowing that he's unconditionally loved, regardless of what choices he made in his life, when he's an adult, we're not talking about children here, yeah. when he's an adult, to still make that choice to want to come to me instead of running away and doing whatever else he wants to do. Um, I think that's my motivation as a mother and, and really as a parent. 
I love that message and I aspire to that as well. Um, thank you so yeah. much, Lena. Uh, what a pleasure to talk with you. You seem like you would be an amazing coach. Um, can people, if they wanted to, uh, actually now with everybody online, they could probably work with you any time of the day or night, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> I exaggerate. So I, I do online coaching currently yeah. um, because of the pandemic and because I... I have lived in several countries throughout my life so far. I really, really want to work with parents of intercultural backgrounds or parents who are not in their home countries. Yes. Um, and time zone is not a problem for me. So that's kind of where I am. I want to just support parents. And they can start anywhere. I love and it. We all need it. We all yeah. need it. And yes. I'm so glad that we got to connect. I continue to um, admire uh, what you do um, on Facebook, on um, Instagram. And uh, I'm really uh, so glad that we got to get in touch. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Sherry. This was wonderful. Thank you for listening to Sandwich Parenting. Visit us at www.sandwichparenting.com for more stories. And drop me a line at sherry at sandwichparenting.com.